right, here we are again, and I am excited to have a very special guest with me. This is Charles Karin and John Enslow from Suches, Georgia. Now, you may not know where that is, but it's on the top of a mountain <laughs> in North Georgia, and a wonderful place to visit. There is still bears and deer and actually wolves and foxes and, and all that. At any rate, John has been in ministry for about 30 years, a wonderful friend, and I want to just to introduce him and let him share some of the events that, John, the events in your life. Start out, tell us how you came to know the Lord. Um, I had a Dr. Light testimony, and um, the, the Lord basically uh, imposed himself on me and said, you're either going to live for me or I'm going to take you out. Oh, wow. And I said, well, that's not much of a choice. So I, uh, I said yes, and that day my life changed. The, everything didn't uh, proceed as a Christian, but from that moment on, my life was different. Right. And uh, I got saved about a year later, and um, it was beautiful. How, tell us a little bit about that. So I uh, went to a crusade that was uh, called the Power Team uh, in Orlando. I remember that. And I went to them, was very um, dynamically impacted that there was these muscle guys who typically would be machismo guys who were very tender and who uh, were in touch with their hearts, were in touch with the, their, uh, their God, and were in touch with each other. And I was just dynamically impacted by that. Awesome. And so uh, it drew me, and I went, and the Lord basically said, uh, I want you to go, and I want you to publicly profess there, and I want you to bring as many people as you can, and everybody you bring will get saved. Well, I brought my parents, I brought childhood friends, I brought the comptroller for a country club I was working for, and the uh, general manager, several waiters. I, I just brought a whole mess of people. <laughs> And uh, a friend of mine said that it was kind of a, a woman at the well ministry because I just said, come and see. Amen. And they, uh, they basically all got saved. And every one of those, those people are continuing on with the Lord right now. That's awesome. And that was how many years ago? That was in 89. All right. You do the math. It, but at any rate, it was a good long time. And it's a wonderful thing. And John has continued in his area of ministry since that time. And you've done a lot of traveling. I know you were in St. Petersburg, Russia. I was in Russia, but I never got to that part. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, tell us. So, I mean, it's, it's a, it feels like a Scandinavian country. The people that are walking on the streets are, are dressed to the nines, the business people. And they're beautiful, Scandinavian-looking, beautiful faces. And I was always taught when I was, was young that Russians are are unattractive and, and you know, rough, ogres, like rough, and it was anything but true. They were absolutely, they looked like they walked off a runway, and awesome. uh, there was just beautiful people. We met a bunch of beautiful people there. They invited us into their home. They didn't have anything, but they, they put a spread out for us, and it was just beautiful. Right. That's so wonderful. My I was with Derek Prince in Russia, mm -hmm. different times, several times, and saw the Russian people there in Moscow and, uh, well, other parts of Asia. Very beautiful, sensitive, loving people. Absolutely. And I'm so thrilled that I've got some memories of those, those kind of events. 
I may have told this to my audience previously. I was in um, Moscow with Derek Prince, and he had an uh, audience of about a thousand Russian pastors there. But even in the middle of his sermon, uh, John, he stopped and seemed addled for a moment, took authority over the spirit of epilepsy in the audience, never left the platform, took authority over the spirit of epilepsy, commanded it to go, and there were three epileptic seizures in the audience. Now, I've told this before, but I'm happy that I can repeat it. Derek was a man of authority, and his materials are still available. His ministry is actually, and he's been dead about 10 years now, his ministry is actually promoting his material even more widely than it was when he was alive. But if you've been out of the U.S., and John has done a lot of travel in Central and South America, as I have, and we've met these beautiful Christian people. And what, what do you think is going to be your future ministry at this point? Well, I really want to work with men. I really want to work uh, basically in the coaching model, but basically coaching is just a new word for discipleship. And I really want to work with men uh, to to allow them to emerge and connect with their, their spiritual DNA. Everybody has their own spiritual DNA that we've been given. Right. It's inside us. It, it is a part of us because of our Creator. And when we connect with our Creator, we can access our destiny by connecting with that DNA. And your DNA is totally different than my DNA. Right. Um, but when we connect with our Creator, then we're able to really uh, access that destiny and access Him. And so I, I really want, there, so many things can prevent us from accessing it, even though it's there. Amen. We, we have the, the problem of not being able to access it with, you know, wounds, childhood wounds and triggers and, and, and past things. And you're just, it gets buried. Right. And I really want to uh, help with discipleship to... Um, bring them forward into their own not not telling them not fixing them let helping them get over those those hurdles and connecting with their dna amen amen do you have a final word to this audience i don't know i um i i'm really really grateful for this man this uh, man has come into my life at a at a time that uh, has been great transition and uh, the Lord just dropped him into uh, my life to really be a father and, and really uh, support and bring me forward. And I'm, I'm really grateful for you. <laughs> I bless you. Because uh, I've, I've said it on a podcast that we do, the Shulamite podcast, I've, I've said that uh, this man is lavish and that I've never met a man <clears throat> more lavish than him. He gives lavishly with his... Uh, finances with his spirit with his love everything that that he does is lavish and I'm so grateful for you because um, you don't withhold anything you give you're a giver mm -hmm. and because you're a giver literally the the Holy Spirit pours into you and fills you so that it just spills forth mm -hmm. and it's absolutely beautiful and so I'm very 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 grateful that the Lord put you in my life and that um, He's given given you a, a great love for me and me for you, and that uh, the Spirit works between us. It's beautiful. Amen. Well, all right. 
Jesus said, give and it will be given to you. And if you're not receiving, it's probably because you're not giving. God is not going to impart to a miser. Right. You hear me. He gives generously and expects that out of you. And I want you to remember this book, uh, Hooray and Hallelujah. It is um, kind of my testimony, and actually it tells some of the things that John was explaining. I've had a, a devoted ministry for other pastors and men primarily for a number of years, and God has brought them into my life in a very wonderful way. At any rate, God bless you. We'll be back again soon. Bye.